thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill, and This Week in Wellness, eggs have once again been associated with increased risk of cardiovascular disease and death. A study released this week by the Journal of the American Medical Association, combining the findings of six prospective cohort studies and almost 30,000 people from diverse backgrounds, stated that each additional half egg consumed per day was significantly associated with a 17% higher risk of cardiovascular disease and an 18% higher risk of all-cause mortality. I've included the link to the abstract in the show notes. In previous years, the evidence for eggs has been mixed. Previous studies found eating eggs did not raise the risk of cardiovascular disease, leading to changes in the US dietary guidelines in 2015. Prior to that point, reducing dietary cholesterol to less than 300 milligrams per day was recommended. We all remember the infamous covers on the Times magazine showing that eggs were first of all out and then back. However, recent guidelines recommended no daily limit for dietary cholesterol and included weekly egg consumption as part of a healthy diet. So who's right? What direction should we take? Well, there's a few things we need to consider when we're looking at this most recent study. You know, first of all, that this is an epidemiological study um, followed up a mean of 17 and a half years later. The report does not suggest that eggs cause heart disease and death, only that it is associated. And there's a reason for that, because this type of study isn't able to show causation. First of all, it's an observational study, which by definition means that it's harder to control for other variables. It's not in a laboratory environment where all of the other variables can be taken out. It's people out there in the real world living their real world lives. Um, That becomes tricky in terms of, for example, data collection. So these people were asked to recall what they ate in the previous month or even the previous year. So I don't know about you guys, but I find it hard to remember what I ate yesterday, let alone 12 months ago. So there's an obvious... uh, risk there of there being a bias in what's being reported, of there being faulty memory, and a whole bunch of other factors coming into this. As well as that, the long-term patterns weren't assessed. So whilst they looked at what they ate perhaps in the last month, that doesn't necessarily reflect what they ate in the last 17 and a half years. The other things that were noted in the study were that the association between egg consumption and the incidence of cardiovascular disease and all-cause mortality were no longer significant after adjusting for dietary cholesterol consumption. So Whilst that isn't necessarily a uh, you know a reprieve for eggs because obviously they do contain cholesterol, it, it's worth noting that you know once we do start introducing some of these variables, it, it may well affect the results, uh, which may also indicate that other variables could be easily affecting these results as well. On a similar vein, it was noted that the negative health effects with respect to coronary heart disease go away once you control for other foods such as poultry, fish, or red meat. So. For those of you, you know, carnivores and meat eaters out there, once again, it's not necessarily a reprieve for you, but it does indicate that for some of those variables that we've looked at, they do make a difference in terms of the results. Uh, And once again, raises the question of whether other variables might play a role here as well. One of those, for example, might be the quality of the eggs. Um, You know, we know the difference between having free range eggs, which have much healthier omega-3 to omega-6 fat ratios. as opposed to non-free range eggs, which can have much healthier ratios there, which, you know, with those extra omega-6s compared to the omega-3s, can make them quite inflammatory. So, you know, these are the sort of things I think that we need to take into consideration when we're looking at this sort of research. You know, having said that, this is quite a good study. There's some good um, research being done. Um, It's certainly not definitive. It is just one study amongst many studies. 
Um, and it's certainly not definitive in terms of whether eggs are good or bad because you know one study saying that they're bad doesn't outweigh several studies showing that they're good. I think the the jury's still out on this one. I think it's well worth keeping an eye on the research in regards to eggs and health. You know, in the meantime, I think in the absence of conclusive evidence that it would be wise to stick to something approaching an ancestral eating pattern. You know, in line with what we've thrived on and evolved with for millennia. So my take on this is that. With the research as it is at the moment being inconclusive, I will continue to eat eggs because I think eggs are good. Um, I think they're delicious. Um, and I feel and function well when I am including eggs into my diet. Um, and so I encourage you to, to consider you know, how you do on eggs. Um, but it makes sense to me that if we evolved over millennia eating eggs, uh, that our bodies would naturally have evolved to be to good at that and to thrive on that. Um, it's also worth considering the, the availability of eggs for our hunter-gatherer ancestors, whether they were available on a daily basis or whether they were maybe available a little bit less often than that. So that might be worth considering in terms of how often you consume eggs. Uh, but once again, I would also encourage you to keep an eye on the research. I think this is one that is not conclusive at this stage and uh, we'll need to keep an eye on over the next 5, 10, 20, 40 years uh, to see where the research goes on this front and anyone who does follow-up studies to this one. So it's an interesting topic. Um, you've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.